Elon Musk is in goblin mode and I just had a man try and sell me a live chicken on the streets. That's next. This is the I Can't Complain podcast. My name is John. I originally wanted to come on here and talk about Elon Musk going into goblin mode to start the program, and then I had a man try and sell me a live chicken on the streets no less than an hour ago. But really, I have to talk about uh, mass shootings because it seems like there's a there's a mass shooting every other day right now. What, South Carolina, Philadelphia, was it D.C., Boston, New York? I can't keep it straight. We have a man in Grand Rapids, Michigan that died at the hands of a cop. America, this is you. That's all I have to say about that. We've got shootings from coast to coast. We've got mass from coast to coast. A real live look. Funny things you do. Who's laughing now? They can't tell because they're dead. You might be a star tonight, so let that camera roll. Sing along. The funny things you do, America, America. This is you. This is you, America. Let's target another shopping mall so we can get our body count up as high as possible. Hey, hey, let's shoot another unarmed black man. Why don't we do that, America? Doesn't that sound like fun? Doesn't that sound like the legacy that you want to leave? This is why I don't have a TikTok, because if I had a TikTok, it would just be this music juxtaposed over unarmed black men dying at the hands of police officers. I'd throw a few white men dying in there at the hands of police officers, too, just for equality. I hope you understand the point of why I'm playing this song. It's not to be offensive. It's to make a point. I hope I made my point. That was an abrupt end to that song. I thought maybe we were going to get another verse, but no. It just it, it abruptly ended, much like the lives of many people across this country during the last week when we've had so many mass shootings, I can't even keep them straight. Right, we've got to do better. That's the bottom line there. We have to do better than we've been doing. We have mental health issues in this country that are rampant. We have bad policing in this country. A distrust of police fueled by a failed war on drugs. But, you know, I don't want to get too serious here on the program today. I've made my point. Now let's talk about the man that tried to sell me a chicken outside of a grocery store about an hour and 15 minutes ago. I come out of the grocery store. Every once in a while, you're faced with these types of situations where you shouldn't make eye contact with an individual, but it's just too tempting to look away. All I hear is this man say, he says, one chicken produces 200 eggs in its lifetime. And I was like, no, don't look at him. Don't look at him. This is an interesting fact. It's a good statistic. I don't know if it's true or not, but it makes me want to, it makes me want to own a chicken. And he knew that he (laughs) He was capturing that business with every person that came out. He was just spouting that fact. I imagine him just saying that 
time and again all afternoon until he sold his chicken. But the next thing he said, he says, you know, one chicken produces 200 eggs in its lifetime. And the next thing he said was, and one of our options is you get three chickens. This man was trying to sell me not one, but multiple chickens outside of a grocery store, which I imagine to be the worst place to try and sell live chickens at because people were coming out of the grocery store with dead chickens. People are coming out of this grocery store with chickens that are ready to cook. So unless you're willing to make a long-term investment in raising chickens for eggs, I guess you'd have eggs for a few years. But that, that's, a, that's a big investment. Whereas I can go inside the store and just get a pack of chicken breasts and call it a goddamn day and go home and cook them. I don't know if he was successful or not, but it was that type of situation where I was like, I don't really understand this situation, so I'm going to walk away from it. And it took me back to like 2008 when I was inside of Starbucks. And the person in front of me in line was actually Chris Rock, the Chris Rock that got slapped on live national television. That Chris Rock. Maybe you've heard of him. He was in line in front of me at the Starbucks, though. And multiple women, two women, at least two, maybe three, but I, I, I can 100% say at least two women brought their infant child, their children, up to meet Chris Rock. And I was completely stunned. I was like, I don't understand what anybody's getting out of this situation. I guess they have a story to tell in 20 years when they can see Chris Rock slapped on TV. And they're like, yeah, I met him when I was three years old. I met Chris Rock when I was three years old, and I don't remember any of it. But these women just had to bring their children up to Chris Rock. I mean, I can understand when a famous, you know, when an athlete, when a woman exposes her breast to an athlete so he can sign her breast with a Sharpie. That's fun. Everybody gets a little excited about that. Everybody has a laugh. It's a good time for all. The athlete gets to see a nice pair of tits, and the woman gets to have her breast signed by her favorite athlete. But bringing a baby up to Chris Rock, I didn't understand that. And I, I didn't understand the man trying to sell me live chickens today either. Maybe he's super successful, though. Maybe he's so successful that he's actually a billionaire. You know, maybe the man selling chickens is actually richer than Elon Musk. But I can tell you one thing, you wouldn't catch Elon Musk outside of a grocery store trying to sell products because Elon Musk, ladies and gentlemen, is in goblin mode. And before we talk about that, we need to first learn what goblin mode is. So let's, let's all learn together about goblin mode, courtesy of Fox 29 in Philadelphia. Are you familiar with the new term goblin mode? Should I be? Somewhere between... The start of the pandemic and now, people embrace the comforts of depravity. Oh, I, I like that. Kind of, Spending the day in bed, oh, watching depression. reality TV, that's, while scrolling endlessly through TikTok that's and other de- social media. That's depression. With a bag of chips on their chest. Ugh. This sounds like my I do life. like chips. It's basically people slobbing out and giving up. God Not damn. getting dressed properly. God damn. Leaving the house in your pajamas. God Some damn. say goblin mode is not a permanent thing, but a frame of mind. Let's not pretend like we weren't leaving our house in, the, in pajamas long before COVID, by the way. Let's not pretend like we hadn't given up long before COVID. Goblin mode. Goblin mode. <laughs> and... I told you this would happen six months ago. I said when we came out of quarantine, you're not going to want to do a lot of the shit that you did before because you've realized that it's fucking annoying. Something like going to the grocery store, a lot of the people don't want to go to the grocery store anymore, so they just get their groceries delivered at home. I didn't really understand that until earlier today when I had to interact, interact with a man trying to sell me a live chicken. <laughs> 
it's sort of like everybody's like, you know, the people, the term like the last straw. People realize they're on their last straw and they don't want to do anything to set them off. So they're, the, the, so they're saying, you know, I'll just stay at home with my donuts and my sweatpants. And right now, it can be switched on and off. I'm not buying I'm in that. Goblin mode. Oh. Are you? Since I got COVID the second What time we're about to learn December, is the entire cast of. Yeah, well, I do the entire cast of Good Day yeah. Philadelphia on Fox 29 is in goblin yeah. mode. We were like locked. We weren't allowed to go anywhere or do anything. So, we, you know, you get depressed. What else are you going to do? Forced goblin mode. Shows. Did you do that at all, Thomas? Well, I mean, we were forced to. Right. But I think, you know, yeah. once things started lifting, I was uh, out there. You're, you like, you're, okay. I love Thomas is the only one on the set with I'm any hope of possibly uh, getting out of a deep depression anytime soon because the rest of them completely have given up. Goblin. If I didn't have this job, I would be so goblin. <laughs> Thank goodness I have If I wasn't forced and get to leave the house because I, I, I think even now if Sue wasn't forced to leave the house she never would go out and do, we went to the Harry Potter exhibit on Friday I, it was tough for me <laughs> because I would rather be home watching my shows oh, yeah. and knitting and knitting. Well, I, I invite friends out. And, and knitting. Hey, evidently, the only time an American gets dressed up anymore, the only the only time that somebody says, hey, I'm going to put on my finest clothing, is when they're going to go out to a shopping mall and shoot it up. Another mass shooting. I think that's the only thing... <laughs> that's awful. The only thing Americans decide to uh, dress up for anymore is a mass shooting. Fuck it's not ready. Me. They're yeah. not ready to do it. Which, yeah. you know, you respect, but... Well, I think do you respect it? Good to get, like, did you see do you, that, um, do you guys respect goblin mode? Or teaming up with Scepter right now to get people to come back in the office. I think it, as you said, like if you didn't have this job, it's like it's helpful also forced to me. see adult yeah. humans to be forced to do that. Mm-hmm. And adult humans. All the time. I had to put my makeup on, had to get myself together and, and do my job. And I'm grateful for that. But uh, I'm I, grateful it's amazing to have to come in and work at the office every day. With a certain amount of disarray in your house. Force oh, motivation is the only type of motivation that Sue really likes. And then a couple months go by and you still haven't scrubbed the tub. You know, God damn. It's like, okay, that's fine. I haven't been this gobbler-like in years. (laughs) It's based in laziness. Well, but it's also because we couldn't have people over. Like, I'm actually slightly annoyed by my um, dining room. Like, I haven't had any people over for dinner, for parties, for things or something. And I used to do things all the time. I'd have dinner parties at the holidays and whatever, but I have my setup still from, like, when we were reporting at home. Get that out of my house. Get that out of my house. When uh, we use company, or we used to, as... I will say this. One thing I do like about morning TV, although I don't watch it, I'll occasionally pull clips from it. I appreciate the lack of urgency for pace. I mean, it's clear that they're they're, they're there for five hours every single morning, and they have time to fill. Because after that, if I would have continued to play the clip, the back half of that clip, they just end up talking about their housekeepers and their shoes. That's, That's where that segment went. It went from goblin mode to just talking about their housekeepers and their shoes. All right, guys, we're going to talk about Elon Musk. He's in goblin mode. That's why we went through that entire video. I wanted to give you guys some sort of an idea of what goblin mode was before we talked about Elon Musk and and him being in goblin mode. We'll take a short break. We'll come back. We'll talk about that. This is the I Can't Complain podcast. Friends, if it's got to be pure, it's got to be Russian. 
You know what it is. It's pure Russian rainwater. Harvested from clouds at the lowest possible of elevations for the purest of taste. These clouds come down from the sky to practically ground level and volunteer their water for our enjoyment. Collected in small pails, this is the original small batch Russian rainwater that you've heard about. I know you've heard about this. It's a phenomenon. Worldwide, people are reaching for Russian rainwater because of the taste and because of the extra flavor. 99% pure water. Only 1% dust from the missile blast upwind. Discerning drinkers year after year have been reaching for Russian rainwater. You know, guys, let's, let, well, first, let's, let's give it a little sip because I am contractually obligated to try during every promo that I do. But even if I wasn't contractually obligated, I would still be drinking the shit out of this, let's be honest, because it's delicious. Let's try a little sip. You don't want to overdo it with the Russian rainwater. You really don't. Just one little sip every once in a while. Don't gulp it. Savor every last moment. Every moment that you have with pure Russian rainwater is a moment that you should be thankful for. I know a lot of you, my listeners, aren't thankful for their lives, but pick up a case of pure Russian rainwater, and for one week, don't think about blowing your brains out. Let's give it a try. Pure Russian rainwater. It's good. It's good. I don't know how it keeps getting better week after week, but somehow it does. The taste, the extra flavor, it has everything. Everything you could want in a water, pure Russian rainwater has it. Consider this a hostile takeover of your taste buds. You know, guys, let me share a a really quick testimonial. When I was little, my mother said that she had a hard time getting me to drink water from locally sourced, I don't know, ponds, streams. I don't know. Basically, I didn't like tap water. And my mom set off, she set off on a quest, guys. She, she went to Russia on foot. She walked to Russia and she bowed down in front of Vladimir Putin. And she said, Vladimir, my son, he's going thirsty. My son hasn't drank water in weeks. I don't know how he's still alive. Can you help me? What can you do? And Vladimir, being the great leader that he is, the calm, level-headed individual that he was, He blessed my mother with a case of pure Russian rainwater and sent her on her way. He even gave her a mule. He said, return to the United States on this mule with this case of water and spread the good word to the people of America that pure Russian rainwater is global. You can get this shit anywhere. Any place you buy water, you can get pure Russian rainwater. So go out and pick up a case today. It's the taste. It's the extra flavor. It's everything you want in a water. So next time you're thirsty, reach what I reach for. Pure Russian rainwater. The official, the official, the official water of the IKA Complain podcast. Oh, I'm gonna regret doing these sponsorships. <laughs> now back to the show. So this past week, I started noticing a lot of articles popping up about Elon Musk specifically being in goblin mode. I said that's not good. We have one of the, we have probably, maybe he's like the second richest man. I don't know. He's rich. He's got billions of dollars. We have a billionaire laying around eating chips and donuts, binge watching Survivor. That's the mental image that went through my head after watching the Fox 29 report. I said, this isn't good. It's not easy to move in and out of goblin mode, despite what the Fox 29 report said. It appears like everyone that's in goblin mode has no intentions of getting out of it, and I can't blame them, but... Yeah, these articles are like, 
uh, this one from uh, futurism.com. It says, we regret to inform you that Elon Musk unfortunately knows about Goblin Mode. I guess it's unfortunate that he knows about Goblin Mode. Who knew? It says it's bad enough that Elon Musk has become Twitter's largest shareholder. I Another hot take opinion straight away to start the article. I guess that's a bad thing. I don't know. I don't use Twitter really. Twitter's great for like breaking live news if you want to like be if you want to know moment by moment what's happening in a situation. But other than that, I don't think Twitter's like um I don't think it's an incredibly like captivating uh social media experience. What do I know though? It says it's bad no uh, it says in a since deleted tweet, the Tesla and SpaceX CEO posted an uncredited meme of Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul lawyer Saul Goodman with the caption, In all fairness, Your Honor, my client was in goblin mode. Elon Musk is retweeting goblin mode tweets. So obviously he knows about it. And by the way, uh, Better Call Saul, I think it's coming back. I think it'll be back like the day before this podcast releases. Better Call Saul, good show. I didn't watch Breaking Bad until it completely ended, and I was like, man, Breaking Bad, it, it lived up to most of the hype, and Better Call Saul is arguably, depending on how this final season goes, I think Better Call Saul is going to be right up there with Breaking Bad, so Better Call Saul is like, probably like top three show on TV right now behind like uh, Succession, probably is number one, uh, P-Valley, P-Valley's my shit, I love P-Valley. Uh, the first season of that, and that was really good, and Better Call Saul. That, that's like three of the top shows on right now. So maybe Elon Musk just actually likes the show and doesn't know what the fuck Goblin Mode is at all, and he's just retweeting a random meme. Maybe that's actually what what is going on here. Because I was concerned. I was concerned about Elon Musk. I said, we got to get you out of Goblin Mode, buddy. The article says, for those living in blessed ignorance... Goblin mode is a comedic term for li- for giving up on hygiene and normal social interaction. It hit mainstream last month when a later debunked article, I love how it's a later debunked article, claimed that Kanye West, then girlfriend, I love how there's a retraction on trashy uh, tabloid uh, gossip, but when it comes to like actual like news stories that they butcher in the press, they never actually retract real shit. They only retract... Julia Fox said that Chicago rapper didn't like it when she went into goblin mode. Though Fox claims to have never actually said anything about going goblin mode. Its meaning is quite subjective. No, it's it, that's what the article says. It says its meaning is quite subjective. It's really not. It's as it's really not, but it generally invokes images of a sloppy, depressed person who isn't interested in maintaining their appearance. You know, like a goblin. The article goes on to say maybe, maybe, maybe it's he's signaling familiar. He's familiar with the concept, and to be fair, he has previously claimed to live in a small prefabricated box, and has been known to sleep under his desk and wear the same outfit day after day. That's it. Case solved. Case closed. If Elon Musk is wearing the same outfit day after day. He's in goblin mode. He's but he's been in goblin mode. Is it possible that Elon Musk has been living in, in goblin mode in plain sight for years? Because that's what it sounds like for me. Uh, and then there's other articles. <laughs> One of the other articles is titled "Musk Goblin Mode Is Here to Stay," because uh, 
Elon Musk refused a seat at the table of like the Twitter board of directors following his 9% purchase of stock in the company. The article concludes, more likely than not, Musk just posted the meme because because he saw it and thought it was funny, the same way any of us are inclined to post memes would. But because the world's richest man, the CEO of multiple high-powered businesses, and now Twitter's largest shareholder, everybody's looking at his shit post with a microscope, which is probably exactly what he wants us to do. In a week, with more mass shootings than I can count on one hand, the news is dominated by Elon Musk possibly knowing about the term goblin mode and maybe going into goblin mode or as I'm as I'm theorizing maybe Elon Musk has been a goblin this entire time maybe he's been in goblin mode or as the anchor on Fox 29 said maybe Elon Musk has been feeling very goblish lately and he's in goblin mode this it, it actually looks like He's just doing everything he's normally done, except uh, he decided to not sit down with some men at a Twitter table, and now everybody thinks he's in goblin mode. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'd like to say, I'd like to say that this isn't news, and I shouldn't be reporting it, but this is news. This is news. This is America. This is all America. Everything I've discussed in this episode's America. It's violence. It's mass shootings. It's cops killing people. It's morning daytime TV. It's eating a dozen donuts in your pajamas. In goblin mode. And it's trashy news stories on the internet. We got maps from coast to coast. To make you smile, a real bright look at each of you to capture all that style. You're the red, white, and blue—the fun and things you do. America, America, this is you. I was probably being a little bit too hard on America there. I'm just saying I would like to be able to go to the grocery store to buy a live chicken without the fear of being shot. That's all I'm saying. That's it. And yes, our sponsorship with Pure Russian Rainwater has continued another week. Some of you will be happy about that. Others will, of you, others out there will not be happy about that at all. But what the fuck am I going to do? I'm controlled by the by the Russians now. I will be traveling next week. So I don't know if it'll be a normal episode or not. We'll see. You'll get what you get. You'll get something on Tuesday. Something you probably won't enjoy listening to. But it'll be delivered. 
It'll be delivered and it'll be there waiting for you whenever you decide to waste a half hour of your life again by listening to this program. You guys have a good week. I'll talk to you later. Bye.